Oh, hello, hello. My name is Joe. And I'm Jordan. And welcome to the show. The show that is Double Trouble Features, the weekly podcast where we're bringing you everything, movies, TV, pop culture, and just seeing what's on these damn screens. Hey, and also make sure that you're subscribing on wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, um, Spotify, and or YouTube. Um, So, Joe, what do we got today, man? Well, we're going to be kicking things off a little bit with something interesting. The Razzies, also known as the Golden Raspberry Awards. We are talking the worst of the worst for 2023. And what a bunch of random people who have no real credentials have to say about it. Oh, wait. Is it called the Raspberries? Because, like, you know... Yes. Like the, oh, yeah, like a that, golden, that just clicked. That just clicked for that you? That just clicked for Good. me. Good. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> additionally, we're going to be getting into a movie that we both saw together um, that has been making the rounds. And I would say uh, has become one of the most popular films of 2024. Um, and that would be... Madam Web, guys. Ma- we- um, usually, um, uh, today's actually going to be a different kind of episode. Usually we watch different movies, watch different TV shows. But today, we just got to talk about Mad Web. We just have to talk about Mad Web and how perfect of a movie it is. Um. <laughs> yes, per- perfect. It is perfect at some things, which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the uh, the show that's hitting the rounds is definitely L. I. Oh. 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 Love it. Yeah. L I. Are you trying to spell? Lib. <laughs> Lib. Um, love is blind, love by the way. Guys, I was blind. so bad. I'm sorry. That was I didn't know where we were going with that. I thought we were just gonna spell out the whole title. Um yes, love is blind and it is. <laughs> yeah. We're only gonna talk about the first six episodes. Um, so when this comes out, the next three will already be out, and then when the next one comes out. The la- the finale will be out, so we're probably going to have a just weekly update just to talk about Love Is Blind. Oh, a little Love Is Blind action. I'm only three episodes in, so but yeah. I have seen spoilers because y'all on TikTok are just blasting it all out there immediately. Just tell us everything, guys. We get it. She don't look like Megan Fox, <laughs> um, or does she? And then we'll discuss. <laughs> all right, let's get into our quick topic for today, and that is. The Golden Raspberry Awards, also known as the Razzies. The Razzies. <laughs> All right, man. Come, come on, bro. So. Come on. <laughs> grow up a little bit. See how long I can do that for? Um, <laughs> so every year, there is a section of the internet that uh, goes out and says the worst movies of the year. What was the worst thing that they saw that year? What was the worst actress, worst supporting actress? They go through it, and it's always the Saturday before uh, the Oscars is when they announce the winners. Uh, it's interesting because it just kind of seemed that there's just ran by some film students that started it, and now it's kind of... Guys, if you saw this website, you would think this is the most sketch, unrealistic thing, but for some reason, it has a real cult following. We we weren't sure if it was the right website when we went and looked it up, because it doesn't look like it's been updated since uh, no. 2012, maybe. No, 2004. You know what? <laughs> I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. There were some graphics in there, but um, no. T- tell me, Jordan, what are some of the worst pictures? Pictures that they've uh, nominated this year. All right, year. so the nominee for worst picture is The Exorcist Believer, um, The Expendables, or the fourth one, or if you read it correctly, The Expend Four Bulls. Yep, Meg to the Trench, 
Shazam! Fury of the Gods. And actually one of the top movies of last year. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. So here's the thing, Jordan. And you remember how I said I hadn't watched a lot of TV shows on that best TV shows list? Yeah. There's only one movie on here that I have not seen. And that's The Expend for Bowls. Um, okay, so you watch. So clearly, you don't watch good shit. You, lo- you watch all the bad shit. I love bad movies, bad yeah. television. I enjoy it. Exorcist Believer. Uh, th- that movie was bad for a couple of different reasons, but like it was still had enough horror for me. It still had enough enjoyable Meg to the trench. What the fuck do you want from Meg to the trench? That's, that's the, that's my real question. Okay. Like <laughs> expendables and Meg, those two movies are just, Hey, we're going to do some action stuff. It's just dumb fun. Stuff. It's just fun. Lighthearted. I mean, yes. I don't know about lighthearted, but it's just something to turn your brain off. Something that you're just like, okay, the stuff they were uh, doing in Meg too. <laughs> bro. Look, yeah. like I said, I turned my brain off. Bro, uh, we're uh, just on a jet ski. Just going to, bro. Jason Statham. It's hey. Jason Statham. Yes. You're tell- like, that's a thing is like, what are you holding? What standard are we holding Jason Statham to? Because I always hold actors to like one of their more like first films. So like crank. Did we think that going from crank to Meg to the trench was going to be leaps and bounds? No. Grow up. Um, Shazam Fury of the Gods. I liked it. I thought it was fine. Yeah, no. It's people, not, like, I, I want to say it's a terrible People movie. hated that movie. I would... I would not say whole like Shazam to that kind of standard. Like Shazam is nowhere near as bad as like Morbius or Man of Morb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll I look ag- at that later. I agree, and that's why yeah. I I don't know. Like it's just interesting to me because I saw way worse movies last year, but these are obviously like big blockbuster movies that people have seen. Yeah, for but, the most part. But I do think one hundred percent with my whole heart, the winner of this is definitely Winnie the Pooh. I, have you Did, seen? Have you watched? I, it? I actually have watched. <laughs> we it. both watched it. Oh I was my surprised. god! Um, if you've never seen Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, get really high. Yeah, get like re- like I'm talking stupid high. I mean, not too high though, because then it gets kind of scary. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I love horror, but like Winnie. So the thing about Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is they don't talk. They like go feral because Christopher Robin leaves them in the woods and they literally go feral and start eating people. So, and like they kidnapping this, that, and the other, it's kind of crazy and insane. And most of all gross. Yeah, no, there's a lot of blood, a lot of blood and, and honey. There's a lot of blood (laughs) and honey. I mean, the, it's right in the title. We should have been more, I mean, like we should have known, but (sighs) Good God, Ooh, and, and it's coming. There's going to be a sequel. I know. Two Does two come out this year? I, I think, think so. I think it is this year. I'm actually wondering what they're going to do with uh, Mickey Mouse, um, Steamboat Willie, now oh. that, uh, that IP is available. It's funny that only Steamboat Willie is in the yeah. public. Uh, I didn't know they did like, re- like they redid the IP every single time they did a re- reiteration of Mickey. So uh-huh. that's more of them. But no, if I'm telling you, you should definitely watch. Winnie the Pooh by yourself at 3 a.m. when there's nothing else to do in your life and you're down. If if you're actually sad, depressed, watch this movie. It'll make you feel better. God. About life. About I, life. I, I, I sure. We we can say that. Um it's it's a it'll take you on a journey that you never know that <laughs> never, you want to never wanted to go. On. Never wanted to go on <laughs> through the hundred acre wood. And it was beautiful. But that's just the 
wor- worst films. Tell yeah. me more about the actors. Who- so we have the worst actors, uh, which is Russell Crowe as the Pope's exorcist. Fair. That movie was insane. Um, Chris Evans and Ghosted did not watch that movie. I never watched it either. Yeah. I always like meant to get around it, but I heard it was so bad from everyone. Yeah. Uh, we have Jason Statham and Meg too. And then, of course, we have John Vaught from Mercy. But the person who I think deserves the worst actor award is Vin Diesel in Fast X. Look, I, 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 I don't know because I'm of that. Like this man, he wanted to make a car movie 20 years ago. And now we got him going to space. We got him fighting Charlie's Throne with dreadlocks. Okay, okay be, like being honest, I actually thought like Fast 9 or whatever, the ninth movie. I thought it was a decent movie. Like, yeah, they went to space. And yeah, sometimes it doesn't make sense. But like it was it was good and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Fast X was not good. I'm it not was, gonna lie, I don't remember a lot of it. It was not a good movie. The best part was Jason Momoa um mm-hmm. being the villain. He was the yes, best part yes. of the whole entire movie. Everything else, the dialogue, the action, all of it sucked. But Vin Diesel was the worst character and part of that movie I mean, part and of he's it, so bad part of me wonders if he's just like obviously over it but needs the paycheck i don't family. know like <laughs> when you're here as your family olive family. garden um olive garden um but then we have worst actresses um we have anna um de armas anna de armas yeah anna de Mar- armas yeah um what you said in she ghosted. was in ghosted with chris evans and um, yeah, uh, we have Megan Fox and Johnny and Clyde. Um, we have Helen. Um, Helen Mirren. Yeah. Which fuck you? Do you, I don't want to ever see Helen's name? Don't keep Helen's name out of your mouth. Yeah, Golden like, Razzies. She was a fine villain. I'm not saying she was head and shoulders above everyone else, <laughs> but there were a lot worse actors playing villains in superhero movies last year. All right, and also like my thing is like J Lo. J-Lo, don't disrespect J-Lo like that. Okay? J-Lo's an icon. She's a queen. Do not disrespect J-Lo. I just don't get it why we're still, like... I'm still seeing think pieces about, like, whether or not Jennifer Lopez is talented. And here's the thing. If you have to sit there and talk about why she's not talented, she's talented, and you're trying to prove it wrong. Anyways. She's got, like, one good movie, if you really think about it. Disagree. What's another movie? Because we... What's another movie? Made in Manhattan, Monster-in-Law. There's two right there. Made in Manhattan. Yeah, she is good in that movie. Monster-in-Law, I have not seen that um, movie. Enough. Enough is a great movie. Enough. Where she's getting chased by her ex-husband and she has to f- f- like fight for her life. Oh, I did see that. So there we go. Is it a great movie? So uh, there we go. There's three. Uh, uh, nah. we, can, we can argue about that. Um, and then uh, The Queen... Salma. Okay. I don't know why she's on this list. That's Bay. Like. Gorgeous. It was for Magic Mike's Last Dance. I almost said Magic Mike's Last Stand. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Magic Mike's Last Dance, which I did see with my mother in theaters. Um, And I I just don't know. Like, it was. I, I mean, she wasn't like. Just ground picking for her. She play if you haven't seen oh. the movie, she basically plays a sugar mama. And yes. it's so it's kind of hot. But the thing is, that's the whole point of the movie. Like the movie is not supposed to be like a oh, she has to be this very deep kind of character. Like, guys, we all know why we're trying to watch Mike. 
We're here for the dances. We're here for And there really weren't guys. that many. Really. If anything, I think there was a little too much Salma Hayek, but I don't think she did a bad job. I just need to see more ass. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm cool to see her ass, you know? So Yeah, and you really didn't see it. Oh, well then, Sad. yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch that movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, those are the worst movies um, and the worst actors. Um, so put in the comments, what do you think? Um, does Winnie the Pooh deserve bet worst? Or maybe it deserves an Oscar for being the best movie of the last I year. I mean, it definitely laid an impression on anyone who watched it. Anybody. Like... <laughs> You know, it was, it was just, it was dumb for dumb's sake, and it was so good. Please, please go it's watch perfect. it. Okay, so Joe, we have the movie. I think this is definitely going to be up there for movie of the year. Guys, this movie has everything. Everything it you has, ever need. It has a pregnant Emma Roberts cameo. It Rainbow. has uh, absolutely no action whatsoever. Um. So if you're scared, and you're like, there's one scene. Oh, you're like, oh, these action movies are just too much. I can't take it. It's perfect for that. Um. There is also uh spider people in the jungles of Peru that uh run around the tops of the trees that have this whole like spider cult going on in the take woods. The whole family. Good for um, the whole family. So yeah, it really does have everything you could possibly want in a movie. I don't understand why people are so upset. And if you don't know what movie we're talking about, we're talking about Madam Freaking Web. Oh, Madam Web and Madame She is. All right. Um, so I give the movie a three out of ten. Um when I tell you that this is probably one of the worst movies I have seen in a minute. Um, not bad as not as bad as I think it's better than Morbius. I think yes. I think it's definitely better than Winnie the Pooh. Um, uh, <laughs> you're like ah. in terms of like story or <laughs> what? <laughs> to be honest, actually I don't know. Here's the thing, here, and here's the thing, and I think that this is the biggest problem with everyone is like my with with winnie the pooh blood and honey my expectations were, were not were not only met they were exceeded <laughs> because they were so low the Facts. expectations that we had for Facts. this and that's the thing is like we knew this movie was going to be bad if you actually like get into it like the nerd of it all madam webb is just like a psychic woman who helps out the spider people and it's really only once or twice that she like gets them to group up together like yeah, like this, the 90s spider-man cartoon yeah loved her in and, that and in that co like in the comics like she and it's also an old woman like 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 okay let's let's be real this movie was not necessary it i don't i don't think anybody asked for a madam web movie i like i love spider-man Okay, and I understand Sony's doing their thing of like, Wait, hey, we got Venom, we got Craven the Hunter, we got um, Morbius. Morbius, but randomly we're just going to decide, hey, let's group up and like make a terrible Madam Web movie that like at least the other ones like have action and like they and have like a and like actually had some kind of like superhero aspect to this. The problem is, is I like to liken this movie to Jeepers Creepers because you have an evil, big, scary, get bad guy with superpowers. You have some teenagers that he is trying to murder in cold blood. And then you have a psychic woman who's trying to help the teenagers out. That's the plot of Jeepers Creepers. That is also the plot of this movie. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't blame the actors. Okay. 
Um, I think no, I think they did the best that they could. They with what they, they had. tried, and it's just the writing is just so god awful. I'm like I'm not gonna lie. I think Sydney Sweeney's character is actually the worst, one of the worst characters in the movie, because. They try to portray her as this goody two shoes girl, like nerdy, yeah, like nerdy. Right. And then all of a sudden, there's a scene where they get on a table and just start, yeah, all and, three and of them. She, they're like, "Hey, you need to loosen up. Let me take your skirt or your shirt. Let's tie it up. Show some belly, full Britney style, and get on the table and then start dancing. And then she takes her glasses off and she's oh. like, "Oh, I'm." Then you're like, "Oh." You're a high schooler. Now we're really sexualizing you randomly in this movie. She has a full she's all that movie. And then all three yes. of them are just dancing on a table. And then the evil guy comes in and then fucking Madam Webb hits him with a car and crashes through no, the diner. No, <laughs> he first kills all of them. Yeah. Then well, we have to go back in time. <laughs> uh, but it's not back in time if it never happened. That's the other part. <laughs> that's the other part of this movie is like the time jumps didn't really makes sense because you saw her go through it and then you saw her go through it again and instead of like it being like a psychic vision it was just watching the same thing twice because half the time for half the movie she didn't realize this was happening she just thought she was going crazy yeah. so she was just like like half the movie is just her doing everything twice which is what takes up the entire first half fucking movie like okay first of all dakota johnson all right if you've seen her press tours at all <laughs> You clearly know that she does not care about this movie. And she fired and she fired her agent like a week after the like something was announced or like it was like she fired her agent over this yeah, movie. No, and, and I understand. Um I really think that like Dakota Johnson was like, Hey, I will try to do my best in this movie. And she tried. And like I'm not saying like Dakota Johnson's like the best actress in the world or anything like that. But like she really did try and put her at all, and I thought she was definitely the best character in the movie. But when you get such bad dialogue... And it's not even a bad dialogue. I mean, the bad dialogue or, is part or of it. Or just super like, outdated dialogue. Outdated dialogue. But like, just the story itself didn't really make any kind of like sense. And I think it was... Tr I can't tell if it was like trying to like flip the script on superhero movies because as we know superhero movies a lot, a lot of talk about how they're getting stale or like, let's see what happens when spider-man goes bad yeah like, that's basically St what they're trying to do stuff but like but like i feel like this one they it kept alluding to a like four different movies i would rather go see i would rather go see madam webb and her three little spider girls any day fighting crime, any yes. any of that, but none yes. of that happens in this no, movie. No, so guys, when we tell you that this movie, it feels like it's a prequel to what we've what we should have already seen. Yes, like the three girls that turn into you know Spider Woman and all that. We should have already seen them go to that and you know do their crime fighting, mm -hmm. and then hey, guess what? A couple of years later, we're now seeing a prequel of how they became a team and stuff like that. No, we're just. We're just thrown in with this. Guys, again, like, we're, we're they, going to do some spoilers in, the, in this one. I'm just going to, so, spoiler warning. They do not get their powers no. in the entire movie. The trailer, first of all, the trailer did look bad. But 
the trailer heavily emphasized them being in well, their costumes. All and of stuff. the marketing did. The posters had them in their like outfits. Yes. Even Madam Web, who she doesn't even like, except for like the last frame of the, the movie. Last the frame. last frame of the movie. It's like her with her three girls. That is the only thing you see. And it's not like uh, anything. It's just like, and in the future, we're gonna do this. Yeah. Like it, makes I, no I, sense. I've never seen a movie where we're just like, hey, guess what? In the future, this is our potential. We could be this. But right now, we're not. So why am I watching this movie? What, what's the point? Um, but the absolute worst character in this movie, by far, is the villain. I like. <sighs> I I haven't seen a worse villain. Well, it didn't help that his mouth didn't match the words. Guys, his... <laughs> Guys, <laughs> the words. The ADR was really the bad. The words didn't match the mouth movement. Not a single one. And he's, and he's like. And it's so bad. And what makes me kind of, what also makes me mad about him is like, what's really evil and villainous is they had fucking Shoshana out there from Girls. She's just clacking away, doing all yeah, of the hard randomly, work. Just randomly. She's just doing all of the hard work and he's just running around trying to kill Why these does teenagers. He have a sidekick? And he's doing a piss poor job of killing these teenagers. Why does he have a sidekick? They needed, I don't know. She's like his Alfred character, and it's so confusing. No. I don't, it doesn't make any sense, but my favorite part. We don't even know what happened to her. Nope. He died. Who knows what else happened? <laughs> we really have no idea what happens. Like, there's no, like, oh, is she trying to get revenge, or is she just, like, moving? No, and it, just and it was literally the only time where you, like, saw him talk because it was to her, and, like, it was the only time there was, like, any kind of character exposition. He fucks a woman and then kills her immediately. That's the only sex in the movie. And, like, the entire, like, the entire time, it's, like, his only drive is, oh, I see in a vision, they kill me. I must kill them. Oh, they see in a vision of me. I must kill them. I will not stop until I kill them. And, and, and that, that's all his dialogue and, is. And I think that's the other thing that we need to talk about is like with villains in movies, what makes what makes villains interesting in movies is when they have some kind of like repartee with the hero. There has to be like I'm thinking uh, Lex Luthor and Superman uh the joker and batman they had a connection they had some kind of like issue or something that like that was like they could not or they're like the complete opposite or they're the complete opposite yeah. but this is just like i had a vision of these three teenagers and now i gotta go murder them and you're just sitting there and it's like there's no real stakes and they don't have powers like yeah, they don't have powers you don't talk to them and like, like hey like, no, what's what's up there's what's... no fight scenes it's just watching dakota johnson basically play baldur's gate and spam saving until she gets it right yeah no that perfect analogy like that's but with the hint of fast and furious because guys <laughs> dakota johnson can drive tearing the it hell up out, out of, of that ambulance we, we've seen like what there's like three major car scenes of like her just whipping it oh it, and the, uh, people just flying left and right and the amb i do my favorite part of the movie is the fact that emma roberts was in it do you realize who she yeah. was yeah yeah, yeah. okay the, ladies and gentlemen america emma roberts gave birth to peter parker and for, okay, like let's, <laughs> let's actually talk about that family dynamic because like it's it's so weird. Okay, so well, I was confused first off of why she was going to her coworker's sister's yeah, baby shower. There we go. So <laughs> Dakota Johnson is best friends with, or works with Ben Parker. 
But you don't know his name is Ben Parker until the end of the movie or some stupid shit. But you know his name is Ben. Mm -hmm. You know his name is Ben. And so Ben is finally seeing a girl. And he's like, oh, it's serious. But doesn't mention the name. We all know who we're talking about. But then they're like, all right, hey, we're going to go to my sister's baby shower. Yeah. And the father's not there because he's off somewhere else. So we don't actually get to ever meet. So we finally get to meet, I guess, Peter's mom, mom. but don't get to meet the dad. So kind of awkward because you can tell there's a little bit of sexual tension between Ben and his sister. <laughs> there's a little bit of sexual tension. Yeah, it was like kind of weird. Like, I don't know what the choice was to play it. I just but like, then you have Dakota Johnson's character who I'm just like, OK, so we are. Is this a throuple? Like, what's what's going on? Honestly. Like, but then he also has some girl that of uh, something or other somewhere. And you don't really it's never really explained ever. And no. then they're sitting there and they're playing some. I mean, d- watching Dakota Johnson have to play baby shower games with Emma Roberts was great scene. I great enjoyed scene. it thoroughly. I think that is exactly how Dakota Johnson felt in that moment. I don't even. I don't think she yeah, needed to yeah. act. No, I think she was so over it and so annoyed. Um, uh, but the other thing that like I found interesting about it was at the beginning, literally like the first scene she has with Ben, he's like. He's talking about like going something about war in Afghanistan and like all this stuff. And yeah. he's like, and she, she and she goes and she and he's like, I don't like getting shot at in Afghanistan. And she goes, so what? You've never been shot at in Queens? Guys, that's because that's how he dies. That, that <laughs> he gets shot and murdered all right, in first Queens. Of, like, let's, let's be real. First of all. And so this is again, this is the Sony verse. So. There's no way he ages that fast in like, you know, 10 years, 15 years. Like, like how old is Peter Parker? Like, fucking well, it was set in 2003. Yeah, 2003. So like what? Well, like, and then 20 years later. No, when did when did the original Spider-Man come out? The original Spider-Man? Like, no, not like. um. Oh, uh, you mean like Tobey Maguire? Like Homecoming. Oh, it has to be Homecoming, right? Or, 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 and see, that's the problem. <laughs> what Spider-Man universe are we in? Are we in Toby's? Are we in Andy's? Or are we in um, um, Tom Tommy's? Which one? Toby, Tom, but, Andy. And that's the thing is like they wouldn't even make a decision on that because I remember hearing that they originally it was supposed to be in ones and then they talked about having it in the other but then they just said had to scrap it all together so that they could use it for projects down the road and like that's how you know when a movie is not going to have a sequel is when they're like we're going to have to force these characters somewhere else because we probably have contracts with these actors no and no dakota johnson he literally said i am i signed up for a standalone movie like that's it. Well, and the other thing that's interesting about it is when she, when you hear these people talk about these movies, like uh, Matt Smith and Morbius and her, like you can tell that they talked to people who were in Marvel films and not in association with Marvel yeah. films, and uh, that has seemed to be the stark difference see, in I, quality. I like, I like the Venom movies i like them too i actually yes. i actually saw an early screening of venom when i was living out there really? some i was at the sony lot uh some guy i was dating at the time uh got me in from a friend of a friend and yeah. i literally like filled out the survey and everything they didn't even have some of it done it was 
it was actually really interesting seeing like that process yeah. um because like the opening the opening scene it was like cgi will be filled later <laughs> on the screen <laughs> um but then it was like really yeah. uncomfortable because this guy came up to me and he just like started asking me questions and i was like ah, oh, blah, 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 like giving him answers and then he walked away and then i see this girl come up to me frantically uh she was the friend of a friend who got me the tickets and she was like how, she's like what were you talking to him about why were you talking to him and i was like oh he was asking some questions like this that i just told him this that and the other and she goes that was the chairman of the board in sony oh, <laughs> and shit. i was like hell wow, yeah and you know what he took my advice um and the movie was only half bad <laughs> um and so i th- i think what sony hasn't learned is they saw how bad morbius performed and then they said, you know what? We're going to bring back the same writers who literally their only credit is terrible movies. Like, we're not we're Are not th- talking about, like, I know, mean, okay movies or ter- anything. Terrible, like, but fun. Like, Here's the thing. I, <laughs> like. I, yeah, pull it, pull it up. What do we got here? What do oh, we- my God. Okay, so their only credits, Madam Web, Morbius. Power Rangers, the brand new one. Okay, Power Rangers was not that bad. It's not that bad, but it's not that good. I think that it was way better. I think it's, it's not I think that it, bad, but it's not that good. I think it is way better than people anyway. It, okay, Gods of Egypt is a bad movie. But it's a fun movie. That's the thing is like these movies are all bad movies, but they're kind of fun. The Last Witch Hunter. That one wasn't fun. With Vin Diesel. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I, 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 you, you, you proved your point, okay? Yeah, like that's their that's their credits, and like we're talking about okay, you know what, Gods of Egypt, Power Rangers, all right, fine, those those can be kind of like one offs kind of things and stuff like that. But then when you're like, hey, we need to bring in people who are going to write in these movies to be into the Sony verse, you bring in the worst screenwriters. Well, and that's the thing is like they had top tier talent. Those girls looked like their characters yeah. they performed like when they were doing like their two little spider flips each it looked good it, i enjoyed it i thought it would like i just the biggest problem with this movie is it promises a movie that's not gonna ever gonna be here yeah no no that and that's that's the biggest thing it's like like you just said we're going to this should have been a prequel should have been a prequel. this movie should have never been made facts facts <laughs> but the whole point was I saw this movie and I thought, man, we're going to see some of these spider women. And then we don't. But randomly, Dakota Johnson becomes blind from a firework through the water. I was so confused when that happened because she came. Bro, what? Because I saw I saw her like turn her head or whatever, but I didn't see like what happened. And it took me a good like you three get, minutes. You get shot by a fire. <laughs> Who the fuck gets blinded by a firework through water? People who blow up buildings, warehouses full of fireworks, which is what happened. That's how they got away from the bad guy. (laughs) Guys. Dend this real quick. Um, Yeah, definitely go see it. I think if you're trying to have like a fun night, good time, and a great laugh, I think it's a great movie to go see. I enjoyed myself. Me and my wife and, and Joe all went, and I had fun. I had fun. I am curious though, like, what else are we? What are, like? I just, I just want. I feel Craven. so. Craven. Craven's next. Oh, Craven. 
God. Craven's a great character. Craven is a great character, but so are these four. Yep, and we're and guess what? We're it's ruined. So I, it's, don't. I already got a low expectation for Craven that comes out this year too. So <laughs> at least he's gonna be really hot the whole time. Yeah. So that's but all yeah, we have to look forward go to. Go see Mad Web, guys. We're not gonna promote don't see it. Go see it. It's fun. It's great. Terrible movie. Okay, um, now we're going to talk about TV show that we both kind of watched, it's taking storm on all the socials, um, and it's L.I.B. Love is blind, and is it? Who's to say? Because this experiment, I love that they call it a love experiment and that's, not a love show yeah, or a dating that's show. That's the way they get out of some things. Yeah, le- legal ramifications. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Lord knows their produ- their production is getting hit with some fat lawsuits right now. Yeah, but clearly they're beating it because hey, they're putting out more seasons. So mm, I don't know. I mean, these seasons were. Air- I mean, these are probably aired like, or like shot like a year ago or something like that. It- what was that whole year? Maybe not a whole year, but a while ago. Because they say, okay, so if you haven't watched Love is Blind, Love is Blind is um, an experiment where you get 10 dudes, 10 girls, um, and they don't get to see the other gender. Um, so they go on to the speed dating pods where they go in a pod. You can hear the other person, but you can't see anything that's in the other pod. Um, so yeah, they... Ha- you have to just get to know each other. Yeah. So they do like these 15 minute like speed dating rounds um, and you can keep doing longer than 15 minutes. Uh, they actually give them full freedom to like you can stay all the way up to like 3 a.m. and mm-hmm. or whatever to just talk. Um, so it's an experiment of like, hey, is love actually blind? And if you select a person, they get engaged um, and then they go on to uh, the Dominican they get a little vacation together. A little honeymoon. Then they then they have four weeks before they actually get married. And then in that four weeks, they, they live together. They um, they actually get to know each other, what each other looks like, yeah. and what it, where each other lives, where all yeah. that fun stuff. They actually get into like the nitty-gritty of everything. It's kind of crazy to me though that this show that's so based around the idea of like not even knowing what this person looks like to marriage. Yeah. It, like people call the bachelor fast, girl. This is fast. This is quicker than ninety day fiance. I don't know who, and I, I, that's this the other thirty th- days. Uh, like I don't even know how they're producing it because there were people getting engaged on like episode two. Yeah. So, but like episode two could have been like you know day five, day six. But that's the thing you, you have don't. no idea. And that's editing. That's editing. But it's <laughs> confusing and it stresses me out. And all I know is somebody got engaged on episode two, and that seems really fast. Yeah. <laughs> And so um, then they do an episode where they bring everybody in, and that's when the drama really starts to happen. Um, And then at the end, it's just like, hey, do we get married, yes or no? And so we're going to talk about season six right now of of Love is Blind. It's messy. It's messy. It's messy. These people, I don't know. Reality TV show producers are the devil, and we love them for love that. It. Like, it. you are a necessary evil in this world because you find the most unhinged-ass people to start off. But like, let's start off with somebody a little, like, some of these, like, more. There are some cutesy couples. There are yeah. some couples that are kind of just, you know, they're fine. So, okay, the one thing, be- before we get into that, actually. Oh, okay. The one thing that I kind of don't like is, again, there's 10 of each gender. They only show 
five of each. Yeah, and it's if and there's so a pot. like the other the other half or yeah, and that's if there's there's five like real couples. Yeah, the other people who are there are side characters. And they're just, uh, they're like, they'll like randomly pop up. Some woman will pop up and I'll be like, who, who the, are who, you? Where have you been? And she'll, <laughs> I don't know. And she has like one good thing to say and then you will never see her again. And I'm like, oh my God, she's cute. Like what? Like what's like, you don't see bloopers. Like I wish you could see how awkward some of the other dates yeah. are. Like I just would like that. That would be funny for like episode one. Yeah, and then Netflix. after that, we can get into the serious stuff and everything like show that. Us the, like, show us the weird stuff. I want to see the cringy. I want to see people just like talking in a room and not having a word to say to each other. Be like, OK, this is not me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I want that. Or if somebody's like, you know what? I can't do this. I want to see that. I want to see somebody break down. Maybe that's kind of <laughs> that's not <laughs> something. I want to see them break down on live well, that, TV. That's why we watch it. <laughs> that's like, why we watch that's, that's it. Why that's why. <laughs> but yeah. So like, let's go with we're going to go from the best couples to the, the drama and okay. this is purely based off our opinion and i don't care what you think and again guys the the show's not done this is only i've watched one through six he's only watched one through three I've only watched three episodes although yeah. there are a lot of spoilers out there that i have seen so i am aware of who's in and up with who yeah so um uh, next week we'll give you another update and the week after we'll give you another update but let's talk about Brittany and kenneth all right Kenneth is a middle school principal. Brittany is a Southern belle. And she used to be a teacher. Yeah. So they were just like match made in heaven. Yes. They are super religious. Um, They are like, hey, no sex before marriage. They, they don't even want to do any of that kind of stuff. They were They're, like, God's the one who brought you to me. Yes. Kenneth can, is a pat, like a pastor and stuff like that. It's 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 just so wholesome. Good Next. For you guys. Good, Good like, for you guys. It was it was really cute. It was really sweet. It was it it was a nice breath of fresh air between the other couples. Yeah, and then but they all he did bring up a, like points of like I've never dated a white girl before, mm-hmm. so like I like what is this? Um, Brittany is the one who did bring up of like, hey, what race are you? Like and like let's let's have that discussion. So that was kind of fine. Um, but after I just saw the trailer for you know the next episodes. Uh, it gets a little, just oh, a is it in trouble in paradise? Just a little bit. You know, I, I know it ain't gonna be nothing, but like, I feel like they're definitely gonna be fine, one hundred million percent. Um, the next couple we're gonna talk about is Amy and Johnny. Just a couple cute kids, just falling. They, they really are just cute kids. They're just a couple. <laughs> they're just a couple cute kids falling in love, getting feelings. Yeah. It's it's just like I don't know, watching people with butterflies, and then when they meet, oh, I'm they like, were so oh cute. They're yes. like, mm, they were the ones that got engaged on episode two. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and th- they're those are the two that I'm like, oh, they're going to last. They're they're going to make it. They're going to whatever. Um, I think the only thing that would stop them would be if Amy's brother doesn't like Johnny. Because she said three thousand times how much she loves her brother. Um, That's true. I prayed that I can have a, a, a sibling when I was seven, and then my mom told me, "Oh, I'm pregnant, but with a boy. Oh my god, blah blah." Like, uh. <laughs> also, she was crying a lot. Like, I'm she, not gonna lie, she cried a lot. I mean, but they it's, all cry a lot. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Wouldn't say she cried necessarily more than the others. We just saw a little yeah, bit. I, I mean, comparatively in the screen time, maybe because yeah. we didn't really see that much of them. It was just kind of like, no, uh, yeah, they got their two two episodes, and then the third episode, there. That's the the first part is in them getting engaged. Yeah. So like it's it's uh they're great. 
they're great. They're cute. I definitely think, like, out of all the couples, I think they're the strongest couple. Fair enough. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I would think they're stronger. I just don't think that they have any roadblocks in their way. No. I think they're both obviously attracted to each other, and it's just not a problem. No. Okay. So, <clears throat> now we're going to get into, the, like, a the little bit of the love triangles, a little bit of the messiness of love. Love is blind. All right. Well, we have Laura, Jimmy, and Sarah Ann, which is really annoying because that's my sister's name. All right. First of all, Jeremy is so jeremy is this guy who's like oh i wear hawaiian shirts i'm a nerd i wear what hanley shirts i think that's yeah, henley henley because Henley's. his neck's too thick he just can't yeah. wear he just can't wear regular. he doesn't like the way it scratches on his neck and so like yeah he's just like a playing kind of nerdy kind of guy laura but it feels like it feels like an act to me he feels like a douche with a nerd like Nerve facade. Yeah, like it's facade. A, it feels like a yeah. facade. Like he's like, I'm just a silly guy. I'm the class clown. I and mean, what do you really mean is you're an asshole? Yeah, like I do get a little <laughs> bit of asshole vibes from him, but like not like like some other guys. Well, um, <laughs> but then you have Laura, um, who I think is she's just a blonde. She's pretty. She's fun. She's just hanging out, having a good time. I really don't remember much about Sarah and to be Laura. Honest, there's not the, like, to be honest, there's nothing that much about Laura. Um, Sarah, I think, okay, first of all, Sarah's really attractive. Um, okay. But I think this is what's happened. So Sarah and Jeremy were getting great. They were going great. They're perfect. They're laughing. They're having a great time. And, like, Jeremy was, like, interested in Laura, but I think he was definitely more interested in Sarah. Mm-hmm. But what happened is... And I think this happens in episode. I think this happens in episode three. They talk about politics. Did you have you ever seen that? Oh yeah, was Sarah Ann kind of like really conservative? She is very conservative. yeah. No no no. Okay, I do yes. remember this. Yeah, no, she's very conservative, and, and that's like- what. And you can tell in the demeanor. And like Jeremy, like Jeremy, like and this part I'll give him. He's a respectful guy. It was and he was like yeah, I, like we can talk about this and everything mm-hmm. like that. But you can. Easily 100% tell that Jeremy was like, Flipped. oh, no, I'm, I'm I mean, not conservative. I, I mean, and he's he was like he, he was very much just like I, I think it was one of those things where you're like, I can't bring this woman around my friends because, yeah, I mean, in today, like uh, people our age, like you can't just be sitting here being like, I don't believe women have should have rights. I mean, she did not say that. She basically yeah. just he but, asked uh, her about abortion. He asked her about a lot of yeah. hot button issues. She, she said that women should if you get raped or anything like that you should be able to get abortion um but besides that yeah if you and if you if you you should take responsibility for your actions two consenting adults you should also understand the responsibility so like and that can turn off a a person 100 percent. yeah um and so that and I really believe that's what changed Jeremy's demeanor. I think that's completely fair because I my demeanor completely changed when that happened. Because first of all, it's interesting to see because we always hear about the conservative boyfriend and the liberal girlfriend. Yeah, it's very rare that we actually get to see the, the reverse, yeah, the conservative girlfriend and the liberal boyfriend. True. Like, and I was kind of like, 
concerned when she started going on that rant because I was like, oh no, is this just going to be a MAGA couple? Like, what is going on? And but then he and like you said, he was very respectful, but you could tell that he was just like his demeanor cha- he's like just, changed. He just he, and he's like, it. yeah, I'll hear you out, and like we can kind of talk about this. But she like double triple down, and she's <laughs> like, no, I'm I am conservative. Yeah, like, I'm one million percent conservative. And he's like. Yeah, cool. Like, and he didn't say like his side or anything like that. But like, I you can definitely tell like he wasn't really about it. Um, and so like that's what led him. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna go with Laura." Um, and then at the at the end, he kind of like, you know, I like 100 million percent when he broke the news to Sarah of like, "Hey, I I don't want you." It's exactly how my wife would react, which is she's stone faced. All right, yeah, cool. Like, hey, tell me what, what did I do wrong and stuff like that. And then I'm Jeremy, where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I really don't want to hurt your feelings. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm nervous. I'm kind of awkward and stuff like that. Because, like, you can tell that he had, like, he did have a connection with, with Sarah. Mm-hmm. But I really do think it literally is just because of her views that he was just like, hey, I don't want it. And then you just you see it on the trailer. And again, I haven't seen episode seven through nine. They fi- they meet up and they finally talk. And you could tell. And Laura was like, they talk for like until like 3 a.m. So. Ugh. So now you're like, oh, I got to watch it right now. now. I got to go <laughs> and we'll, it's get caught up. Yeah. So like. The thing is, Laura, Laura, um, oh, and here, the drama that happened in episode six. So Jer- or so Laura tells Jeremy, hey, go Dean um, Dean Dip um, AD, which means. Dean Dip? Yeah, Dean Dip, where you're like, ugh. Why would you do that to somebody? You just hit somebody's titty. Um, well, I didn't know there was a name for this. Yeah, nobody did. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Jeremy then tells like Jeremy's talking to Clay, mm-hmm. um, and we'll get to Clay and AD later. Um, <laughs> but he's talking to Clay, and he's talking to AD, and he's like, "Yeah, Laura told me to go like Dean Bean Dip, um, her tits." And Clay's like very confused, and AD's like, "Oh, like uh, what, what?" And like, there, it's a very confusing thing. And like, to be honest, like it was one hundred percent from Laura. It's a joke. It's a joke. Like, she didn't literally mean, hey, go touch somebody's, like, boob. Um, but Clay was very confused. He was like, bro, don't touch my my girl. But, like, you can also tell, like, Clay wasn't, like, also taking it super seriously. But then that whole thing causes an entire rift. And it becomes awkward between Laura and Jeremy. And then Jeremy is like, I'm ready to go home. He's like, I'm, I'm ready to go home because, like, this is a fucking awkward. He's like, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You asked me to do this, blah, 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 blah. And so that's the couple that I'm just like, it's a little rocky. We're going to keep our eye out on that one. We're, we're going to keep our eye out because, like, Jeremy comes off as, like like you said, he's a little sarcastic, like, a little asshole. Yeah. Sarcastic asshole that's a nerd comes off in that nerd, like, persona. Mm-hmm. And Laura just, I don't know. Laura just seems like a blonde. <laughs> Like that's the best way to describe Laura. I I, I hate like, the reason I'm, not, I'm it's because you're not incorrect in saying that. Yeah, like I just wish there was a better way to say it. No, yeah, no, she comes off as blonde. Like again, Laura's very pretty. I think she's very pretty. Um, I think some of her conversations are great and stuff like that. She yep. just comes off as a blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a couple that we're kind of like, oh, let's see where it goes. 
let's let's see where this goes. Um, but I really want to see what Jeremy does with Sarah Ann. I really want to see that. Because, um, again, yeah, I really just think it's just a view. Um, let's Let's talk about probably the messiest one that we all love. And it's a star. It's a star. Is it a star? What what shape does it make? A a star. Oh, uh, you mean the five of them? Yeah, there's so. Oh well, there's only four of them. Yeah, there's four of them technically. A little love square. Is is, is it a square? Basically, Jimmy's just a menace. Okay, so guys, if you don't know who Jimmy is, Jimmy is this dude that reminds me of King of the Hill. He's he's not attractive, bro. I swear to God, the flat head. The flat head. His chin looks like his neck. Like it's connected ta- to his neck. He talks like he's got something in the back of his throat. The he whole talk, time. like got a little accent, you and, know, a little southern. And he's uh, like, "What is going on? I don't know." But he has a huge dick. Heard he has a huge dick. You know what? I don't need that's vacation dick. We're looking for marriage dick. We are, we are looking for boyfriend. Dick. You're looking for dick. Oh, not even boyfriend dick. Uh, this is dick I want to see every day for the oh. rest of my life. That okay, marriage, okay. Marriage dick and boyfriend dick are similar. <laughs> but you can leave you can leave boyfriend dick behind. True. And this you is the up, you upgrade for marriage dick. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. This got is the it, dick that you're going to see every day for the rest of your life and you're and you got to commit to it. Yeah. And you got to say I'm never going to leave cuz that's Hey the, babe, I got that marriage dick, don't I? Uh, <laughs> God. All right, anyway. Um so Jimmy when I tell you, he has the most boring personality. He has the most boring. I don't. I don't. Don't find anything about him interesting. Um, he he plays like his love and feelings like close to his chest, and so I don't know. Like, which is why I think that both J- Jessica and Chelsea like them because they both obviously had insecurities that they were yes. very like intense about. Like, they these were obviously very fair very real emotions and they yes. were heavy and uh, they they both laid on him the same day yes and thank you for the producers for doing that because you know that they were like hey you should tell him about your kid hey you should tell him about your ex-husband and on the same yeah. day so so jimmy gets dates with the girl named jessica jessica is she's hot like yeah she's beautiful be she's hot um but she has a kid and wh- what do, what is your thoughts if you have a kid, should you tell people you have a kid? I think first date, or should we wait a little bit later down the line? No, I think she did it at exactly the right time. I think that you have no reason to tell somebody that you're interested in that you have a that you have a child immediately because if it's just a because cr- like it was like episode one, it's just a crush. You don't have to tell your crush. It's a 15 minute um, interview. Yeah, but exactly, you're and you're just going through in these 15 minute interviews and seeing if there's even a remote bit of chemistry there. I do not think that a child has to play a part in this. She told him in like episode two or two. She told him in episode two. So it's not like she was like withholding information. It's not like she was like keeping it a secret per se. It's just not something that you have to lead with. And I mean, if the connection is actually there, then the kid really shouldn't play a part. My surprise was that the kid was 10. Okay. But it does. Because it matters. Like, like being like me being honest. I would not really date a girl if she had a kid. Um, and, like, that's just my preference. Like, 
I, I, I don't think like I would want to marry a, a person with Ari as a kid. Um, I just personally didn't don't want to deal with you know, baby daddy problem like things. I don't know. Like, I mean, depends. like obvious. I, I don't want to say obviously. I prefer, but I would. Yeah. I would prefer, but like I'm. That's not going to be a deterrent for me. If a guy has, uh, yeah. if a guy has a kid, we all have past. We all have things, and like. But see, but a kid's not a past. A kid is a present. Like you, you still have a kid. That kid's there every single day with you, um, and some people are like some people are one hundred percent open to be like you know take that commitment. Some people aren't, mm-hmm. and so that's why I do think that like hey, if you have a child, I, I at least for me, I think it's important to say that. I mean, maybe I'm under the assumption that like I believe that like when you are dating and you like, you don't really know if it's going to be actually serious until like six months in. And I don't think that you should introduce a kid to the guy that you're dating until it's like, and then like, here's the thing. If I'm dating someone for six months and then I meet their kid and then like, I mean, obviously you should tell me first, but like, if I still care about you, that kid isn't going to be a deterrent to how I feel about you. No. And, and that's true. But like you said, what if what if six months goes by and you're like, oh my god, yeah, this is great, and then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, I got a kid. That would throw everything off. Well, because like, she'd be lying for six months, but that's not what happened, and that's not what I'm yeah. talking about. But she, this is what she says, though. She's like, hey, um, this was my high school sweetheart. We had a kid when we were 18, and then, um, you know, we just kind of grew apart. And yeah, but we're still good. Have a great relationship and stuff like that. Um, to me, it kind of be, be like, I don't know. I kind of felt like there is maybe a little bit of thing there with you know baby daddy. I like I I'm just reading into it. I'm just reading into it. I don't know if there is. I felt just a little bit, and you clearly could tell Jimmy was not ready to be a father. And that's the thing. You, like that's the thing. You you also got to realize we have four weeks. Just imagine being single and just be like, hey, <laughs> four weeks, a I'm child. a dad. I'm a dad in four <laughs> weeks, bro. That's uh, so th- I, again, I say it's fair. I, I think that if you if you're willing to look past it, like he said he was. He did. Because he, he, he said he was. He said it wasn't a deal breaker for him. Which clear, like, clearly, like you can see it on his face. Like you can see it on his face. It's it, and every time it got brought up, it, he was just like, you could tell he was like pained by it. But I mean even with that, like, I just, I don't know. I think that if you really care for this person, the child would not be a deterrent if, or, or you're not ready to be a father and that's okay too. Yeah. Um, and you haven't got this far because this happens in episode four. Um, but Jimmy was not ready to, to, to say, I love you. He was not ready. She was 100% ready, like to commit. She's like, Hey, you are like my person. Well, yeah, because he um, thought he had Megan Fox in the other room. She he brought in like she brought in some papers that she wrote, I guess, a long time ago for like, hey, you're going to be the one. And Jimmy was not receptive. And this is where I kind of get like really turned off from Jessica because she's like. Go into like, oh, she's pissed off, like mood. And she's like mad. And she's like, do you want me or not? And like, I understand like she wants she wants affirmation, like she wants reinsurance mm-hmm. that you do like me, that you do care for me. But she shuts down and pouts like a child in that situation, and like that was a huge turnoff for like any guy who's like who's got two women. 
any guy with two women would be a huge turnoff. And the- again, he thought he had Megan Fox in the other room. It, facts. <laughs> but <laughs> the most iconic line I think I've ever heard from any fucking um, um, a dating show. Jimmy's like, hey, I want to be honest with you. And she's like, I'm a fucking big girl. Tell me. And he's like, I like you're like, you're not the one. I'm, I'm not ready. And she says, when you see me, I hope you fucking choke. I hope you fucking need your EpiPen to clear your airwaves when you choke when you see me. I'm like, she said you are going oh! to. She said you are going to be sick oh! when you see this. And you know what? Oh! The what the fucked up part about it is, I don't think she's wrong. Oh no, she's hot. I like. like she's I, hot, I don't 100%. think. I don't think she's wrong. I think that exactly like. I think exactly what she said is how he will feel when he yeah. finally finds out what she looks like solely based on the fact that he had a big problem with the way Chelsea looked. Yeah. Um, and so the big thing that's going on over all the socials and stuff like that, Chelsea um, is the third person in this um, little cog. Um, Chelsea she seems like a very nice person. I actually think she's actually a very nice person. Yeah, I thought she. I would. Um, I would hang out with Chelsea. Like yeah, her. One hundred percent. Chelsea actually looks. She she leads a lot more reinsurance. Um, I would say. Yeah. Um, and even that's Jess- why I was a little confused when you were saying that about Jessica because I was like I was thinking Chelsea needed. Well, let's be honest. Everybody needs reinsurance. Yes. Everybody needs to know where they stand. Tell me and you love Jessica, me. Yeah, and Jessica was just getting very mad. And when you watch that scene of when that, that came out, you're kind of like, eh, eh, this is not necessary. You're kind of very mad and pissed off, but iconic line. Iconic. I don't know. As iconic. somebody who gets mad and pissed off, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've, I've seen the yeah. monologue of, I've seen it on <laughs> yeah, TikTok, yeah, no, no. and like, no, no. I thought it was amazing. Oh no, it's a, it's iconic. <laughs> so. But Chelsea and like she, he straight and Jessica said this about like you need a girl or you want a girl that is not fiery or anything like that, and that's true. And Jimmy clearly does because Chelsea's not that kind of girl. Chelsea's not the girl that's like leading in the relationship or anything like that. Uh, which is again okay. Um, Chelsea seemed like a very sweet girl, very nice, and everything like that. And I think, like, there's nothing wrong that she's done. She cries a lot. That's my only kind of like kind of. But turn she also off. laughs a lot. She she cries. She, <laughs> she laughs a lot. She laughs a lot with Trevor. And so, she cries a lot. And Jimmy is with her and stuff like that. And she Chelsea says, "Hey." Uh, my friends or some people have told me that I look like Megan Fox. I don't think I look like Megan Fox, but like I've been told I kind of look like Megan Fox. And, but she and she says, here's the thing that here's the thing. I'm with her all the way until she pretends like she doesn't know who Megan Fox is. Oh, like, yeah. She was like the husband. The, she's like the, the, the wife, wife of, of MGK. <laughs> like, here's the thing is like, I believe I do believe her in the fact that like she has been told that in the same way that I have had many people tell me that I look like James Corden. I have had multiple people tell me this. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, look at me. In Prairie Village, Kansas, I had a man fo- I had a man follow me around the price chopper. Oh, oh don't 
Because he thought I was James Corden. No, he didn't. Yes, he he did. And he came up to me and he says, aren't you the guy from Carpool Karaoke? (laughs) And that's not the first time I fucking heard it. And I said, no, sir. Why would he be in Prairie Village, Kansas? Also, listen to me. Do I sound British? I know I sound gay. And so does James Corden. Joe, Joe, you got a a small car. You could easily do it. You should start it, bro. (laughs) Not the point. But... But as somebody who said, because I don't think that I look like James Corden, I have similar attributes, especially when I have my hair and that like yeah. mohawk looking thing. I can see what they're talking about. Yeah, no, no. That's like, how I liken this. Like she does have Chelsea, the, like her eyes. I can see the eyes. Megan Fox. She has the same like long brown hair. I think if you go back and look at Megan Fox pre plastic surgery, she looks a lot more like Megan Fox. Kind of. Kind of. Um. But here's the thing. I, I'm not. I'm not saying she's a liar. I'm not saying that like no, 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 nobody's no. ever said no, no, that. No. 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 But here's the thing that I really wanted to point out is when she said I look like Megan Fox, the only thing he thought was body. Oh, and face. And, uh, and face. face. But like. See, like the thing is, you okay. could tell, but like you know, he was disappointed, and that's the oh, thing. It's like as, she's not a humongous. It's like she's not even a big girl. She's no. a curvy girl. She's beautiful. She does kind of like if you squint, like she does kind of look like Megan Fox. Oh, I got a lazy eye. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she, no. she, but like, it, but, but like, you could tell. You, you but it, the way he, but the though. way he was so excited. You got it, but like Joe, Joe, what? If a dude on on an app was like, "Hey, yo, I look like I, I don't know who you really like who who who's like your number one guy?" Oh, my number one. I don't really have a number okay, one. Okay, like let's say Michael B. Jordan. Let's, yeah, let's just sure. say if a dude says I look like Michael B. J- Jordan and then looks like like me, you would be fucking disappointed. Don't don't lie. Maybe, don't but lie. my self esteem's low enough. I would just look like a past it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, 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 cause if a guy told me he looked like Michael B. Jordan and he looked like you, I'd be like, you know what? Win's a win. Like, I, like, the thing is, again, Chelsea's not bad looking at all. I, like, I think she's, like, she's pretty and everything like that. But, like, I do get when people say you can't, you look like Megan Fox. I'm instantly thinking, oh, you look like Jessica. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Like, Jessica, you can say Jessica, like, Body wise, hair, not really in the face, but maybe if you squint hard enough, that's could the look thing like though. If I Megan say, Fox. and I think this is the difference, is like if I say you look like someone, I'm thinking face, not body. He was thinking body, not oh, face. I mean, but I, I would also kind of think of body too. I don't know, it like because I don't know if somebody says that you look like somebody, I'm thinking face. And I think that that's like where this biggest like yeah, issue is because she does look like Megan Fox in the face. Yeah, kind that, of. Kind of. Pre plastic surgery, yes. Kind of. That, <laughs> but that's the thing is like it's it's who you look like, not yeah. who you look like a clone but, of. But again, but again, if this love is blind, again, you don't see the person. So I'm going to be fucking jazzed if a girl told me that she kind of looks like I'm going to be super excited. Um, but here's the thing, though. Chelsea had another man. Yes, she did. And Chelsea she- had this great, fantastic ass dude. I want him on the Bachelor. I want him to be the Bachelor. I would be f- actually. I would be. Fun I think that. he would be a really fun Bachelor. So the guy's named Trevor. Trevor is this big dude. He definitely works out. Um, he has sunburnt something. Something's wrong with his face. 
Um, but he literally like he's an IT guy, and he he's to, he's so he's just a big like nice guy. I would like, I, great guy. I would say himbo, but he's not dumb. He's no. like he he holds a conversation well. He's funny. That's the thing that I don't understand about great all of this. Person- he, great person. Great. Like he like he's one of those guys where you're like, I'll oh, fuck you. Like he's he's funny. He's sarcastic. He's sweet. He's hot. Like like, like literally all this man needs is a good haircut. And just some skin, like you don't, um, you don't like the mullet. Chill out. (laughs) Um, Oh, Chelsea was like, "Oh, I dig a mullet." So she said, "I dig the mullet." And Trevor's like, "I got one." Here's my thing with them that like really drives me the fucking insane is if Jimmy ended up with Jessica and Chelsea ended up with Trevor, all be good. Everyone would have been happy. Yep. But because she said, "I look like MGK's wife," the whole thing got. Fucked. Because here's the thing. He, like, and I truly believe that he was like, she's got a kid, but, je- like, but uh, Megan Fox in the other room is divorced. D- is divorced and doesn't have a kid. And so I'm really just, like, playing fast and loose. Because I do think that he liked Jessica more in the beginning. Oh, so in the trailer. Oh, God. In the trailer, he, he straight up says, oh, you were in my number one. To Jessica? To Jessica. And when I tell you, when you watch it, you will see when she gets kind of pissed off, that's a turn off on him. And I get it. She was she really started acting a little childish. Okay. And I but understand. What the hot turn girl off. doesn't? It, exactly. See, that that's should have been your first sign. That's facts. Because <laughs> that should have been your first fucking sign that she was hot. Because Chelsea's over there crying the whole time. You know who cries? Not hot chicks. <laughs> Uh, hot chicks don't cry hot chicks are like fuck you bitch uh but no trevor is just an amazing dude and like i actually like really enjoyed all his conversations yes all he needs again is a haircut fix his you know skin a little bit and this man is like a 10 yeah like 100 percent. like he's tall yeah. he's built like a house and i just want to fucking make my home with him yeah, like, but but no and so he's a great guy chelsea's really vibe with him and like and i really think uh, so this is what pisses me off guys this is what pisses me off so jimmy tells jessica hey no then the next day first first date of the day it's chelsea and jimmy jimmy's proposes chelsea cries and everything also by the way by the way Trevor said, I love you. He's cut off. He said, I have one person. Yeah. You're my only person. Yeah. That's all I want. You, 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 you. While Jimmy is dating two chicks. Yes. And he's like, I love you. Said it. It took Jimmy the entire, it took Jimmy 10 days, the entire time to say, I love you to Chelsea. Then says, I love you. Will you marry me? Chelsea says, yes. Trevor is waiting in the other room. He's you, like, you're, you're spoiling this for me. You're my next. You know the couples. He's like, you're you're my next. You're I the next date. I didn't know. You're the, I'm the next date. I was so in and it. You had me in it. He's he's sitting there. She comes in, and then she it, before he can say anything, she's like, um, I gotta tell you. And he's like, oh fuck. He's like, I had a great speech for you and everything, and like, she's crying and stuff. And he's like, oh man, I I really didn't believe. And then he straight up asked her. If I went first, would you have married me instead of him? I have goosebumps. And she didn't say anything. <gasps> because she knows the truth that she should have been with him the whole time. But she just jumped on the... That's Bullshit. A, 
like that. That's what pisses me off. It's, that's what pisses but me that's, off. But that's almost like why it's an experiment, but also why it's like. That's how you know. Okay. But there's also like, I feel like everyone has, like every girl has that, like every woman I, in their 30s, hold on. Everyone in their 30s has that guy that like, he just couldn't pu- fucking pull it together. And so the it's like the first guy that has like pulls it together. That's who you go with just because it's the safest option or whatever. Like you have that guy and i've seen a lot of people end up in marriages because they just went with the first safe choice I, yeah i i really think 100 because like i think like she's more insecure like again she doesn't look like jessica or anything like that and like she's been divorced so like the first guy that proposes she's gonna say yes even though trevor's a great guy and stuff like that and like she loved she really did like trevor Jimmy just said I proposed, and she's like, yes, this is what I want. This is why I'm here. I really want to be married. And so that's why she said yes. And, like, you can instantly. And I'm so like heartbroken right now, even though I know what happens. <laughs> and so then they finally do the reveal of the couples, and you can definitely tell that Jimmy is not ecstatic. He tries to pretend. Like, okay, so traditional, traditionally, when they are getting, like, when they finally see each other, they first hug. Then they kiss. Dude gets on his knees, proposes. They sit on a bench. They talk. They talk, kiss a lot, and blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, my I God. Love you. I love you. I love we you. Have I love for, you. We have blah, forever blah, blah, blah. now. And actually, if you want to see a good example, that like first couple that got yes. engaged, they are the epitome of like how it should go. Because yes. they were just so over the moon for each other. All right. So Jimmy gets there. Oh, my God. Hugs. Oh, my God. Like, hey, what's up? He doesn't look that happy. They go to the bench. Immediately? Like they, they, they kiss. They kiss and stuff and, like, hug. But they go to the bench. He doesn't say, I love you. He doesn't propose. They go to the bench and talk. But he's already proposed. It, yeah. And now he's got to do it again? And he just doesn't want to? What happens? So, like... The, eventually they, they he gives talk, it the ring? Eventually he gets down on one knees and proposes and eventually says, I love you. I mean, I've seen some clips. I'm not that far in. I've seen some clips where it's just like, obviously, like, he's just like so, like, underwhelmed. Yeah, like, you could tell that he's a little bit excited. I wouldn't say that he's just like, oh, fuck. It's not like that. No. But you could definitely tell he's like. He just looks more nervous than anything. Yeah. But, again, every other dude dropped down on one knee and proposed before they sat down on the bench. And said, I love you before they got to the bench. He didn't say that or got down on one knee. So you clearly know there's something wrong with this relationship. I'm and I'm sorry. I've seen that look. I've had that look. And I dip the second they give me that look. That look where they're just like, you can tell that they're just like. Oh, you don't look like what I thought you would look like. Or like, or just even like, you can see the, like the second that their mind changes. Yes. Yes. When they're like feeling you and it's good and it's great, and then you just see them kind of go blank. Ha, seen that multiple times at the bar, and you're just like, yeah, like out, out <laughs> yes. and about where you're just like they, yes. they are interested and they're learning about you, and then they just lose interest. It's crazy, but like, if I were her, and that's I don't know if I were her in that scenario because he literally proposed to her. Yeah, no, he so did. like that's a difference. Is like you're like he proposed to me, so he must like me still, anyways. Yeah. So they go to they go to the Dominican Republic, and she keeps wanting reinsurance, keeps wanting it. 
And he tells, oh, you're gorgeous. Like, you're this and that stuff like that. But, like, he just really just don't feel the love. And at one point, they're in the Dominican. And he finally sees AD. And again, AD, man. And so, like, you know, like, when you're in, like, a secure relationship, you can talk about, like, other people and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, me and my wife, like, we talk about, like, oh, my God, this girl got a, oh, like, literally the other day, we were driving down the street, and, like, Morgan's like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I look, I'm like, God dang. And then, like, we cool, we move on. So, same thing happened. Like, Jimmy was looking, and Chelsea was like, oh, yeah, like, 80, uh, like, 80, what do you do to get all that ass? And she's like, oh, you know, squats and Jesus. And then, yeah, Jimmy's like, oh, hot, like, kind of like, oh, man, like, why you call me out like that? But then he goes over to AD and starts talking to her and then grabs her hand <gasps> and does a fucking twirl with her. And then Chelsea's like, bro, what the fuck? And see, that, that's the thing. Like me and my wife, we can we can talk about other people and be like, oh, this person's attractive. Like this girl's attractive. This guy's attractive. But but I would never act ever on it. Go up to that person and then just like, oh, like give it a little one up to her. Yeah, like, girl, like, show me what you got. Yeah, no. no. And then, like they're just talking and you could tell he's getting excited. Like he's talking to her, getting excited about it. He's he's definitely into it. But he does mention his, oh, yeah, I'm happy in my relationship. Are you happy in your relationship? But you can tell from that smile, that smirk, oh, like he would be on AD in a second. You can tell that. But anyway, speaking of AD. AD. Oh, AD. Yeah, we went on a deep dive for that. AD, we really ain't got. I mean, here's the thing. We we don't need to talk about AD. We need to talk about her boyfriends because they're fucking oh, crazy. My God. Okay, so Amber, um, what's her last name? Desiree. Amber Desiree. Or AD Desi- no, it's Desire. I think it's Desire. AD. Okay. She's a she's a she's a confident, fine black woman. She she's a dancer, a cheerleader. Yeah. Um, entrepreneur. She does her shit. She's pretty. She's pretty. She's yeah. smart. She's got everything going for her. All she needs is just a man to put that little bow on top. Yeah. So she meets this guy, Clay. Clay. Clay is. He's a black guy. Um, and he's not like Kenneth. <laughs> God is not on his side. Um, like Kenneth's. Yeah. Clay. Like, OK, don't get me wrong. Clay is just. The typical black guy who's not emotionally... Isn't he a salesman? Um, I think he is. Uh, he's an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur is a French word for unemployed, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so Clay is like a typical black guy that's emotionally not intelligent enough or hasn't developed those skills yet. Um, and through the th- whole entire time he's talking with AD, he is... You can tell that he's never been to therapy. He's trying to work through some stuff and everything like that. And he's he's getting his his kick from AD. Like and his him and her's conversation, they flow. Like, let's be real. Black people, yeah. We we know when I talk to a black person, I don't it does it doesn't have to be through a wall. It can be through a phone. It can be through miles and miles. I know when I'm talking to a black person. Mm-hmm. And so they instantly got a connection. They instantly start started off. 
things are going well. I mean, he, but he just has like he has the chat. He is that. that he's chat, a charmer. That, he's a good-looking guy. Like qua. he's he's just he's got uh, he's just got a mouth on him that you, you know could, can he, it'll get like it gets him into trouble. One hundred percent. You could tell that he definitely is the type of guy that would have a roster. Mm-hmm. He would have but, a roster. And, and it's like and hearing him talk in the first few episodes, you can definitely tell that like last week he realized that women have feelings too, and he might have some. Like, yeah. it's very clear that, like, the idea of, like, putting a woman's needs ahead of his own is a Again, novel and, thought. And, and, like, being honest, like, I, like, I'm not trying to bash Clay or anything like that. Like, I am. Like, Clay literally, like, in, in the show, he talks about, like, how, like, he he's trying to, like, understand. He thinks that crying is weak. Um, and, like, he's trying to, like, understand, like, how to, like release emotions and he said like after he cried he's like i feel better like i he's like i understand like this is not weak this is not this and so again like i just really think clay is just like he's just wasn't emotionally there and no and well he wasn't emotionally there based off the fact that he said he asked ad what she looked like which is like the no-no and that and that is the biggest red flag red flag of immaturity because here's the thing you went on a show called what love is blind love is blind you know that you're not supposed to see these people you're not supposed to know about their physical appearance that's like the whole thing and then he went even further and said i if i am not like down bad for you basically if i'm not fucking like on you like that he said that i'm not i don't want to i wouldn't marry you obviously and 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 i'm not saying that's unfair i i agree to a certain extent but why the fuck are you on the show yeah no no that that's that's the thing i i think he was trying to talk from like a point of like if he was outside the show yeah like hey i have to be attracted to you which again is not a bad statement that's not wrong he's okay he's entitled for that Mm -hmm. but again like you said, if you go on a show called Love is Blind, then you shouldn't care about looks. This is literally the definition of the experiment. And here's the thing. like, you, like, And I feel like some of these people sign up for these shows and they think that it's going to be like fun or whatever. Especially for Love is Blind. These are real people with real emotions yeah. and real problems at the end. Like We're talking about marriage. You should never go into a situation with that attitude because you're going to end up hurting people's feelings. Because he did hurt AD feeling. Even though AD knows she's a bad bitch. Even though AD knows that she looks good. That's a turn off. Because yeah. what are you here for? Yeah. And so that's when a guy named Matthew comes in. Now, Matthew. Matthew um, cannot confirm or deny this dude's autistic. Like, there's no way. There's no way to put it. He's definitely autistic. He's on the spectrum. He's on the spectrum. I'll, I'll really. I, uh, I would 100% say he's a high functioning, uh, like autistic guy. Either that, or he is actually the devil. <laughs> like, so, so Matthew, he comes in again. You're speed dating these people. He comes in, and he has a list of 15 questions, and he's like, "Hey, lady, pick, pick a fi- number. Pick a number between one and 15." And so they would pick a number, and then he would ask the question. If you talk too long, he would walk out from that date. If you asked, I, a, if you asked the question back, he would tell you, "No, he, I, I was not prepared for to said, answer these questions." He, he said, "I was planning on just uh, asking the questions. I wasn't really planning on uh, answering them at all." And uh, there's one where uh, Je- Jessica, I think it was, and she just goes. What? She's like, what do you mean? Like, it is supposed to be a back and forth. And this man had one plan. And if you deviated from that plan, he was not happy about it. Not at all. Not at all. And so 
A lot of girls very turned off from him, which uh, yeah. understandably. Yeah. And then he goes to 80. And then for some reason. He switched it up. He he talked to her and then he felt very comfortable. And then he was like, and again, these other girls, he really wasn't talking. He wasn't even trying to. And again, like this dude, he's a he's a dad, like a financial um, advisor. Analyst, yeah. Yeah. And so he's a dad, dad, a nerd like, you you know, he probably doesn't socialize that much. All the guys in the, the, the men's quarters, like none of them talk to him. Like they would try to like get something out of him and he's just not like open. He's like 37. Yeah. And so he's a weird, awkward guy. And like you can actually really tell like genuinely when he was talking to AD, like he was opening up. Like yes. he was he was talking to her. He was saying, like, actually kind of how he felt mm -hmm. and what he thought. Um, and then he brought up, like, oh, like, hey, you're the only one I'm, like, focusing on right now. You're the only one, like, I like I can actually talk to, like, I actually care about. Um, I would propose, like, I would, I need permission from, like, your, your dad for me to, you know, propose. AD's dad's dead. So he's like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, but I would go to him and everything like that. Um. And so you're like, oh, my God, like, you know, Clay, Clay is kind of a, out there. He's kind of a fuck uh, for asking about how she looks and stuff. And Matthew is actually like a good guy. He's giving her what she needs. He's giving yes, her that. What everything. I was talking, what I was talking about earlier, that girl who ends up with the stable, boring guy yeah. who nobody likes because dickhead over here was being a dickhead. Yeah. That's it, exactly a one for one of what I was talking about. And so this is all the first episode. You get a lot of AD and Matthew and you actually like, okay, I can, I can see him as a, as a good couple, you know? And then randomly again, there are random characters in this show. Very random. You you only see a couple scenes with them. You, her, and, you literally see like. And then all of a sudden, at the very end of episode one, you have a girl named Amber. Um, and Amber, she's very pretty. She's very. Mm -hmm. Um, she goes and tells around. Yeah, Matthew said the exact same thing to me. Even down to like the I want to ask your father to like like the verbatim like it like was he had this written down and it and was like it. and it was like I'm gonna we're gonna like if I could leave with you right now I would yes. I'll I'll tell the producers we're done and we'll just get out of here now this same says exact story same thing. and so AD is like what the fuck which is interesting because I was interested in the fact that like at first they weren't really like the girls and the guys were not talking to each other at all they were keeping things close to the chest they didn't want each other to yeah. know who each other was dating and i'm sitting there like if i could know what this motherfucker is saying to other women yeah, and have a direct line to it i would i gotta mark my territory i would kill i need to know i just don't want to know what he's saying to you what is yeah. he saying to you but like that's the other thing is like people that people in these pods kind of like tend to forget that they're dating multiple people until it comes up and then when it comes up they act surprised about it yeah and so now, get, don't get me wrong ad was right for being mad at matt because he was telling oh some yeah, of the girls no. the same was, bullshit was, so ad's not mad at amber no but and like so she goes to you know ad goes to her girls and be like what the hell and they talk and then finally her and amber talk mm -hmm. and he's like bro she's saying this he's saying the same thing so then confronts matthew I'm like hey yo what's going on and he's like oh, i didn't mean that with amber 
I really didn't say it like that with Amber. Yeah, he's like, I didn't say it exactly the same. Yeah. There was there was like one other part that he added in for her. There was it was a period instead of a semicolon. Yeah, yeah. literally, yeah. literally that. And he yeah. was like, No, it wasn't that big a deal. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so But then AD goes to Clay and she starts talking about how she's having issues with Matt over here. And what drives me insane about Clay, and this is how you know he just like wasn't ready for the show, is this would have been his moment to swoop in and be like, baby, I'll never treat you that way. Yeah, no. no, he doesn't fucking do that. He says, oh, you're talking to other motherfuckers? You're over here talking to these other guys? What? And it starts acting childish, as if he didn't know there were other people in the pods. This is why so, I have a problem with hold, Clay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Again, the way Clay reacted, not okay. He did yell at AD. He was pissed off. Shouldn't got pissed off. But if I'm talking to AD and I'm talking to her and I think this is my chick, and, you know, again, it's okay if you're talking to other people. I understand we're on a dating show. You're talking to other people. But you're talking to Matthew? Matt? Matt? And, like, again, he doesn't know what he's talk how he talks to the other girls, but he sees him in the men's court quarters. And he's weird and doesn't talk and anything like that. But so again, he would I, I understand where he's coming like out of all the people here, Matt, there's like three other black dudes that like have better chat and stuff like that that you'd be like, Oh yeah, you can talk to them or you know, there's other good guys out here. But Matt you like Matt out of all the guys? So I kind of get where he's getting pissed off. But the way he reacted, he should have been like, oh, yeah, like, I like I understand you're talking to other girl guys. And that, you're like, that's fine. Um, but maybe I'm just a, skin, a scheming, conniving person. Because for me, in my head, I'm like, that is your moment to comfort her. Oh, no, and no, no say, 100%. Like, that was, that was his moment to step up, and he didn't. But again, again, that's why I think, again... Clay at the beginning of this wasn't that emotionally intelligent. No. And yes, you're 100% right. That's the moment where you comfort AD, you talk to her. Like, yeah, she's talking about another guy that she's dating. And you know what? Take it on the chin. Sometimes you got to take it on the chin. And he's he gets pissed off, acts very childish, mm -hmm. and then yells and gets mad and stuff like that. And AD's like, all right, no, I'm done with this. And then Matt, Matthew... Is still talking to Amber, and Amber finds out about all this stuff, and Amber's like, bro, I'm leaving. She's like, I'm done with this. Like, I can't handle, like, this shit. Like, he's talking no. to me like like we're going to get married, but then he's talking to another bitch and saying, Can like, Can you imagine fighting over Matthew? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's a good-looking guy. I mean, that's the thing. is Math Matthew is, like, the epitome of, like, did everything right, went to school, got a good job, works out, mildly attractive obviously has money but like he's just a bore he's, he's just boring. you're just talking to a wall and i just don't i just i don't he's get the it. matrix he yeah. is the matrix i just don't i don't get it it's yeah. just like but like there are moments where he is very sweet and he is yes. very like yes. soft and like uh, does open up but, he does but he's doing it to both of them so is it really sweet is it so really nice amber's like fuck this i'm leaving bye and then AD and Matt Matthew talk, and Matthew's like, actually heard about it. And he's like, wow. I clearly, like, clearly he wanted Amber more than AD. Yeah. And so 
he's like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And then he leaves. Yeah. So then AD's like, what the fuck? Then Clay comes back and he's like, hey, I'm sorry. I did blow up. That's an accident. They talk it out. They work. Boom. They get engaged. And Clay, again, Clay was like, you better look, you better be attractive. And then he finally saw AD. He was like, yep. <laughs> That's the he thing like, that yep. I'm like almost, I'm like almost like, mad yep. about it. I wish she was like a little bit bigger. I wish she, he didn't like, because like, that's the thing is like. 80 bad, bro. 80 is bad. And I was like, I was sitting there and like, I was just like, uh, I was like, he's like asking these questions and he, I think that's what made me, it was like, he doesn't even need to because she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. So like, it wouldn't have mattered anyway, whether he asked that question or not. And like, but what's like at the end of it, like he still got on one knee and proposed to a woman he'd never seen yeah. before. And like, thank God. And he like, you could tell that he's like emotionally immature a little bit and stuff like that. Okay. And then like, again, going back to the, going to the DR and like him talking about like Jeremy talking about, I'm going to beat bean dip or yeah. Bean dip your woman. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, yeah, I know that's a joke. And so like, I'm not mad or anything yeah. like that. Um, and so, like, you can tell, like, he really does like her. He really does, like, find her attractive and stuff like that. And I, like, like being honest, I really do think with somebody like Clay, attractiveness is, like, 60-40, like, 60% attraction, 40% mm-hmm. personality. And she hit that 60, and she hit that 40. So I really do think, like, Clay is, like, they're all probably gonna They're probably going to end up happy. Because, he's I mean, all, at the end of the day. Uh, you never know. I don't know. You know You're right. I don't know. Because he's... He could still be, mm. yeah. So, um, to be honest, that's the first six episodes. Um, it's crazy. We're gonna have to. Cut I'm. Uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, cannot wait for the next three. It when when they all meet, gonna be crazy. Oh, I. Yeah. It's these people are so messy, and we thank we thank Netflix for it. Yes, and so yeah, next week we're gonna give you a little recap of what happens in the next three episodes. Um, but yeah, um, right now we're, we're at already at an hour and a half, so we're going to cut this thing a little bit short mm. and it's okay, but Hey, I'm Jordan and I'm Joe and this is double trouble features. Catch us on Apple music or Apple podcasts, Spotify and YouTube Watch us anytime. All right. Subscribe, hit that subscribe button and peace. <laughs>